morning, and welcome to our season four wrap-up Q&A. Uh, you may notice that my voice sounds a little weird. It's the, it's you know, it's that allergy stuff. Uh, we are going to release to you now the live Q&A that we recorded uh, on Monday night, live with uh, all of our patrons. And well, we had a little bit of a boo-boo, and that was that I forgot to tell everyone to record their audio. So what we're having to do is release the audio from the video. So it's not going to sound as nice and crisp as I wish it did, first of all. Second of all, funnily enough, the ones in the video who are probably the quietest and need the most help in terms of the volume and audio is me and Felicia. We're the it's our, our tracks, <laughs> and uh, I actually did record them, but I can't stick those in with the video recording because it's all of our voices mashed up together. It'll just sound echoey. Anyway, rather than take like a week and edit through this and try to make it sound great, I'm just going to release it to you guys. Um, this is the same thing that all those who watched the video heard in the same quality. I've tweaked it a little to help make sure the, the levels are good. Hopefully it will be fine, and you all will forgive me this once, um, but uh, a lot of questions to answer, a lot of stuff to talk about. Thank you so much for sticking with us through season four. We look forward to uh, getting with you soon with some more special episodes. Look for a cool new Halloween episode on Monday and then the following Monday. Uh, but that's enough. Let's get to the questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special presentation of our season four wrap-up Q. And a. Hey. I'm Paul. What does that stand for? Questions and answers. Apples. Thank you. Actually, it's just going to be questions. I'm not giving you any answers for <laughs> it yet about it. <laughs> Imagine. So uh, it's just a normal one then. Oh. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, yes. Shut your mouth, Alan. Shut uh, uh, your mouth. I'm sir. just kidding. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> You're excited to talk about season four. Which you may have that? noticed we are Jure, down what's wrong character. with my face? We have we we are we are down a player. Uh, that's Ezra. He's not here. Uh, Where is he? Any Clarence specific questions? I may. I'm gonna answer them. Shoot to him and have him uh, answer them on the Discord, which I know there'll be some people listening to this, and maybe you had questions for Clarence. I I don't have a social media or anything to give you for him. So um, if you have a question. Get it to me. We email can give me. you his address. If you have I a, got question a question for and, Claren, and you're not on the Discord, send me an email, letters at makebelievepearls.com, and I will get How's it. How's it feel to be an orphan? Okay. Wow. Oh, we're getting all our, we're getting some some stuff here. Walker's watching. Hey, Walker. Yeah, boy. Sheree is here. Zach is with your face. Okay. He's in Lameo. Is that it? Is that in Monumi? <laughs> it's not. Um, a couple things before we begin, and we need to get going because I've got a few questions for Alan, and Alan's got to cut out at around seven twenty-five. I didn't agree to answer anything. I just oh. agreed to be here. Well, I didn't say you had to answer the questions. I was just oh, yeah. okay, right, right. I forgot. We're on the same wavelength then. Uh, Felicia, just just to clarify, you are gonna you're you're gonna wear those glasses the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Good. Just making sure. I mean, it's fine. It's totally fine. I think I'm, well, I'm taking mine off. A special it. hat or something. I didn't even make a cup of coffee. I literally. Dang it! I should have wore a special hat. I can't I didn't see even now. Think about it. <laughs> Alan, put your glasses. This is my on. special hat. Huh? So now let, I can me, see. let me go ahead and, and, and give you some some pro probably some disappointing news up front. <gasps> um, it's going to be a little while before we actually get 
to season five. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were about to say. Oh it's man, gonna be I've always May. wanted to get one of those for uh, Peyton, but the red one, and I just never have. Is it canceled? No, it's not. But hey, it's a uh, red one. We, I mean, it's October seventeenth right now. What'd you so say, Paul? We got like, let me let me get the. You're gonna give me that red one, Peyton. It's my brother, so I don't think I can. Oh, okay. Sorry. Still, I did just have a birthday, but you know, whatever. Happy <laughs> birthday! You know how many birthdays Wait, I've had? It was your birthday. Twenty-four. Um, and I actually don't know. <laughs> let me let me get through this, okay? <laughs> What's funnier than twenty-four? Twenty-five. 25. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, season five. Uh, the truth is, I don't like you guys, and I don't know. I'm just kidding. The <gasps> truth is, I'm it very. Comes busy. Out. Uh, my wife and I are expecting our third child. <gasps> So between now and then, there's a lot to be done. Uh, November is also an incredibly busy time for me. I'll be out of state a lot. It's just going to be crazy. And then December with Christmas and the birth of a new baby, I'm just going to have like zero time. Um, And we need to uh, not only start recording season five, but we need to have multiple episodes edited before we start releasing it. What's going to be after May? May. So it's hopefully not May. Um, it is going to be. No, May is booked too. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because Tears of the Kingdom. Oh yeah, I'll be. I, I be lot, I'll be gone. I'll May be is booked. <laughs> it is. Um, let me get through this. Basically, what I'm trying <laughs> to say is this: it's going to be after the new year before we can really even get to recording. Oh. So, realistically, you're probably looking at March. Um, before we actually begin season five, that's the the badish news. That's lame. The good, but the good news is we have a lot of content that is still to come uh, that will be released pretty regularly between now and then. For example, you've got two Halloween episodes that come at you starting next Monday. If you are uh, on the Patreon uh, and you get the NBH Plays episodes, then you will be getting two brand new Halloween specials. One will be next Monday, and the other will be on Halloween Monday. Uh, if you're not on the Patreon and you're just a regular listener, just one of our wonderful listeners out there in listener land, then you will get the uh, ones that were released to the NBH Place people last year. So um, for everyone who listens, there's something coming uh, here in just a couple weeks. Next week and the week after, you get two special episodes. In November, we have a Champions game that we are editing right now to release. Two episodes of that. So there will be at least two new episodes in November. Then in December, of course, we will have a Christmas special, so you can look forward to that. And we've got another Champions game. We're recording in like a week and a half, so we may get that some of that out in December. That may fall to January. We plan to release these episodes, plus uh, probably at least one more Champions session, which will be two episodes between now and March. And um, we may also have some other cool special content for you guys. Just to hold it over. But we want to make sure that Season 5 is as good as it needs to be. How good is that? that? Well, hopefully great. Awesome. Um, Amazing. But we need to get to these questions because, Alan, you've got places to be. And we've got questions to ask you. Okay. What what about them? Here's the first question I'm going to ask you, Alan. Hmm? Um, What's funny is I meant to talk to you about some of these beforehand just to make sure that you didn't have a question about them. Didn't get a chance to do that. So this will be fun. (laughs) This is from Fizzy Fizzy Chippy 05. Busy Chippy Zero Five. Are they in Discord? Uh, yes. Or, or, uh, I thought it was great that Jim Alil showed up in the final fight, but I was slightly confused. 
I recall Kjorg asking Saul and or Nero for help, but I'm wondering how Jim Alil knew that he was needed. Uh, well, one day Jim Alil was out and about, <laughs> and he got a Marco Polo from Paul saying, I knew. <laughs> "Could you be? Hey, can you record tonight?" And I was like. Uh, let me check my calendar. I think so. Yeah, I can. He was like, "Okay, we'll be there this time and that time." And I'm like, "So you're going to send me a message when it's time to start?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, I have dinner with friends that night." Uh, and yeah, I think I can still make it to the start. And then it was like three hours later, and they they had made it to the part where I showed up. Uh, and I had a burger and some fries. Very nice. And I know Is nothing about I anything that, that happened to Jim. You were were wanting it to be, yeah. Uh, the reason that Jim knew he was needed, the Dracon uh, Kelly, yeah, I'm say Samaian, right? And think back to the last time we saw Jim. Last time we saw Jim, he was in the the Grove Place with Sir Vance. Oh, that champions. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sir Vance was looking for a guy. And Jim Spoilers. was there helping. Dot dot dot. Der Vetter. Out of that. As <gasps> Der Vetter was shepherding all those people out of the grove to a place he was preparing for them to live, to you know save them. So that's where Jim was. I think the last time we saw Sinean, who was Sinean with Der Vetter. Da so, da da. Vetter put Jim and Sinean together sent them to the natural plane to help. Yeah. Amazing. That, that, that's what happened. What happened? Did y'all make friendship bracelets and all Did y'all make friendship bracelets? Bracelets? Uh, no, Jim was too busy uh, asking a bunch of questions. Oh, okay. I see that. But that's also where Jim learned how to do the thing where he stands forward and puts his arms out and closes his eyes and turns into dust and flies on the wind and reconstitutes somewhere else. So this is from Zorion. Okay. <laughs> uh, why is there not more Jimalil action? Also, how do you spell that? Well, it was built into Jim's contract that he would have a season off. Hmm. And the <laughs> oh the thing was like the Jim also, even though he had, you know, the contract he had to give the people what they wanted at least a little bit. So when the people Marco Polo'd him and asked him to show up a little bit, okay, he was how, eager. How do, spell, <laughs> how do you spell Jim Oil? J-E-M-I-A-L-E-L. I zoned out. He's sitting there like, is he going to spell it right? Uh, I don't actually know if that's yeah, correct. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, they then ask, how does Jim still have powers after Antonio got rolled by Seve White Cole? Yeah, because he met um, uh, Obi, Juan Kenobi, the oh Sphinx. Oh my goodness. And the Sphinx <laughs> gave him some warlocking. And then the Sphinx oh. died or something. I can't remember what happened to the Sphinx. And oh. he got it from uh, the others. You're close. <laughs> You're so not remotely close. <laughs> How does Jim have powers after Atonia was killed by Sebastian? The Magic. The T. The, the what? The T. Oh, yeah, from the cubby. I just thought it was just magic. The hug. 
Yeah. I'll never forget it, the moment when Alan, as Jim said, I'm <laughs> in the physics of what I belong. <laughs> uh, that's a great, that's a great line. Um, yeah. The actual answer is kind of complicated. <laughs> uh, suffice it to say, I'll say it like this. When Antonia made Jim her champion, she did not create like a thread of power between herself and Jim, like the way things generally are between a warlock and their patron. What she did is she made him her champion. She imbued him power, um, which is different. He does not draw his power from Antonia. Uh, gave him that power. It's his power now. Yeah, and what you'll see in season six is that Jim can also imbue that power <laughs> and be a patron to other people. So Jim has a whole army of that. Season six. I'm patron. looking forward to it. Six seasons um, in the movie. It comes from Brinley. If each of your characters were to have a favorite genre of music, modern or otherwise, what would they like to listen to? Their favorite song would be. Now, what their favorite song would be might be tough. Uh, maybe it's not, but it's asking if your character, not you personally, but your character, had a favorite genre of music, what would it be? Uh, uh, who wants to go first? I got this. <laughs> That's it. I'll do it. Let's hear. Pretty sure Chris's favorite genre would be like emo alternative rock. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, I think that makes sense. Slightly Wait. depressing, but you can still party to it. Oh, okay, who's Chris? Yeah. Alan, please. <laughs> I don't know. Please, Alan. Alan's only kind of joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know he keeps rocks to his socks. He does. It's true. It's true. See, I pay attention. What about Mogert? <clears throat> Mogert would listen to um, me. Um, she would listen to like orchestras and things like that, but it's all like battle music. Oh, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. like all the time, just yeah. action music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, percussion. Yes, that's what she would do. So what about what about Jim Lil? What's his favorite genre of music? Contemporary, alternative, folksy, synth punk. <laughs> <laughs> that's nonsense. She said nothing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like yes. he, he would. They would probably like, yeah, I mean, he screamo. he does like to improvise. Uh, I don't think he'd like screamo. Uh, I mean, he'd, he'd, he'd probably like the Black Parade. He's just drinking uh, his tea, listening so, to screamo. Uh, uh, no, nah, I think he would, I think Jim would like, uh, you know, just like uh, Merle Haggard, you know, Johnny Cash. Wow. Uh, no. Uh, Hank I was Williams? Say, that doesn't really seem like a Jim thing. Like Hank Williams or like Hank Williams? I, I feel like I feel like Jim's got like a sophisticated vibe, don't you? Yeah, he, like he likes a lot of everything. Like he, but he he likes really like technical jazz? stuff that he can study. Yes. Yeah, jazz baffles him because it's improv, and he's like trying to find the underlying structure to it. Uh, what about Kjorg? He listens to bluegrass while he dreams about his fence. Yes. Yep. Bang, 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 bang. He just hears the banjos <laughs> in his head all the time. Yep. Uh, here's the real question: What does everybody think Clarence's favorite uh, music? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the most depressing no. music of all time, whatever it is. <laughs> it's the most 
Whatever hey Google, what music be. do orphans listen to? <laughs> <laughs> the Batman theme song. Oh no! <laughs> he, he solely watches Batman. No other TV shows. <clears throat> oh, it's that song from uh, the Lego Batman movie. It's like <laughs> darkness, yeah. no yeah. parents. That's the one. No parents. <laughs> uh, yes. That's oh, perfect. That, that, Blink-182 song. They're back. I saw it on the commercial. Okay, okay. Darkness. All right, here's a question for everyone. Oh, actually, you know what? Let me ask Alan this question first. We may get to this one later, we may not. This is asked, I think, a couple times, maybe. Sharia asks, and I don't think I've been saying who asked these questions, have I? Yeah, Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. Sharia asks this. (laughs) Who's in season five? Uh... I think it's going to be a star-studded cast with Brackle, mm-hmm. Jim, oh. Char. Oh. oh, yeah. Brackle, Jim, loud. Char. And, of course, a secret unknown fourth character. I would play, listen I to that season. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, you really wouldn't. You misunderstand. I, would. <laughs> I don't think Alan Look, could get All of hour. his characters would get together and say, what do we need to do? And they'd be like, I don't really know. And then, okay, bye. And it would be the biggest take season charge. of metagaming ever. Brock would be like, I'm leaving. He would Come say, where's Rachel? You got yeah, they would find Rachel. That would definitely happen in that season. Yeah. So I mean, I only know of uh, Brackle. Here comes another one from Shreya that everyone can answer. Uh, he didn't answer. Who didn't? He said he wasn't. Oh, you only know Brackle. Is that it? Are you, that's you going to tell? Was just giving a guess. I mean, he got guess. one out of. If I had to guess, uh, Brackle, uh, Saul, Misk, Kjorg, <laughs> uh, Chris, and Mogert. Uh, I just heard of them <laughs> recently, but okay. <laughs> This is, this is, this is, oh, okay. wow. One more question here, and I think, Alan, it's just about uh, top red. Oh, kicking about, me out already. No, wow. you can stay as long Stop. as you want. JK, JK. Uh, actually, here's one for Alan that's specific. Oh. It's from Trackpad. I want to ask this one. Almost I don't know. Like, so, Alan, what was the hardest part of jumping back into the story after a season-long <laughs> hiatus? <laughs> I mean, wasn't that hard? Yeah. Like. <laughs> I, I was as aloof and confused as ever. I was just like, the hardest part was remembering to click record when Paul said go. I'm <laughs> uh, serious. I'm glad I don't have to do that. I mean, story-wise, like, I just... It was it was easy to not know what was going on because I legit sure. didn't know what was going on. True. Yeah. So here's one for everybody, and then Ellen. Like, uh, who is okay? This is from Sharia. Who is everyone's favorite legitimate Drake and Kelly? And no, Jeffrey, you can't say the orange Drake. The orange Drake on Kelly. Except that answer doesn't count. Oh, uh, man. We'll start with Zach. They pick one favorite Drake and Kelly. Uh. Even though he was mean to me, I'd probably say Kilmont. Wow. He was pretty cool. The dog? Yeah. That one. 
not the dog. Dragon. Right. I feel like Kilmont had a great oh, character development, and that's why Chris likes him. I think that's true. <laughs> Good names. Good names. Uh, I'd probably still say Ravora. Just hey, there's a deer outside. It's right there. Is that safe? Yeah, he's eating. It's dope. Should y'all lock the door? Anyway, <laughs> it might want to come in. We Open season. Anyway, so hooves off like on Adventure Time. And it's got this little. <laughs> yeah. Now that would be terrifying. Ooh, Let's be real. I'll be freaked oh out. <laughs> it would Jake hit him with a cinder block. Knocked <laughs> 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 in the water. Oh god. Uh, anyway. Anyway, Ravora. Ravora, just because she seems so tough and awesome, mm. I like her. I do like Tempari. But we haven't seen a whole bunch of her. Mm. Um, but I do like Tim Party. The deer herd us. But oh, it's still there. Alan. Uh Atomia. Tonya's not a drinking killer truck. Dervetter. No, no, I know, I know. Uh He's almost out of God, just keep letting me guessing. Uh Rex and Tarek. <laughs> <laughs> Could you could you list them? Three minutes. He's got three <laughs> Can I list the dragon? The dragons? Uh, <laughs> you wrote on one. Okay, Venray is one, right? Venraya. Mm-hmm. And which Venraya one's Gretchen? Venraya. Okay. And Venraya. is she good? I can never remember if she was actually a good guy because I know Venraya? she stole my goo. As far as you know, but she's pretty sly, so I like sly. Let's let's say let's say her because like she gave me a robe of eyes for my goo. I mean, that's pretty good yeah, too. that's definitely not going to like turn against us ever. Yeah, never. Because um, <laughs> she's a good guy, right? As far as we know. <clears throat> so that uh, it is it's coming up on uh, seven twenty-five, Alan. So if you need to, yeah. so Alan steps forward, leans just a little, <laughs> puts his arms out, closes his eyes, and I wish I was good enough at VFX to make me. Disappear. Just disappear. Titanic song Dude, starts playing so in the sick. background. <laughs> Someone like slowly walks up behind out. you and grabs you by That's the right. hips. Oh no. Wait, hang on, hang on. I need to do this right. I'm gonna have to rearrange stuff now. Please. Oh, are you? Please. Oh, suddenly and suddenly Alan was gone. Ah. Bye, Alan. So sad. Please. Like we hardly Please. knew. Oh. Ah, y'all both said the same thing. We did. I don't like it. No. Peas. I can do this. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> Jeffrey said I can do this. I can do this. I believe you, Jeffrey. Hey, I did it. I can't see it yet because we're still behind. Oh, oh, it's so bad. Oh, great. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, we have Beautiful. a lot of questions to get to. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed that distraction. Uh, by distraction, I'm referring, of course, to Alan's answers. Uh, so, anyway, <clears throat> here we go. Oh, did you have a favorite drink on Kelly? Oh, my favorite? Um, it's hard for me to choose. Um, I mean, I, I really like Hope and Kill a lot. I also really like uh, Impari. But my favorite drink <laughs> Kelly is probably Impari. I do like Dim Varga as well. Her story is very mysterious. Okay, so kick, let's just kick them both. Just, <laughs> get out, Jeffrey. Let's go you're leading some the of this, like, step by step. 
um, like in order we receive these questions. First, you're just here. gonna skip me. It's okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeffrey. Yeah, go ahead. Wow. Who is your favorite drink? <laughs> the orange Down strike on Kelly. Kelly. I Cal see Cal, you, you can't, can't say, say that. that. Oh. You broke the you broke the game. Yep. Sinead. Sinead. Sinead is pretty awesome. He's a bro. He is a bro. I thought his voice yeah. was different, but He's then I listened bro. back uh-huh. to the uh, Land of the Dead episode, mm-hmm. and he does sound like that. I was like, Good. awesome. Good. He did. My brothers. Yeah. He's like, and he hugged talking him. like this. I love it. That's kind of what I went for. <clears throat> All right. So if Kjorg were to die, hmm. would that further weaken Paylor or not? It's from <gasps> Salku. Yes. I, I think so. I don't even know how you pronounce that for sure. No. Well, let's go off the thing that I just said about uh, Jim. Hmm. Yes. There's not a thread of power between Kjorg. Kjorg is not drawing his power from Paylor. So Paylor is already So weak. no. So... He's Correct. weakening. He would be weakened in the sense that he would lose his champion. Um, but he would not be weakened in the sense that suddenly he would lose power. Wow. So, because it's a pretty definitive answer, right? Yeah. Mike Rat 17. Will we see Jeremy's character, Hawk, return next season? I absolutely <laughs> love him. I will never, ever play a game with Hawk ever again. Why not? It was awesome. I love Hawk. He's hilarious. I honestly don't know. Um, season five, not really like the sort of. We're not gonna like. I'll just say this: like, we're not gonna have like Jeremy in season five playing Hawk, you know, uh, as his character or whatever. Um, but I would, you know, I'm not gonna say never say never. I'd love to see him come back around that, sometime because he is that a confirm great Jeremy is back in season five. No. It's the Moose Champion. Moose. The Moose Champion asks. So if Blackfire has the spear, okay, so this is talking about the very last scene in the epilogue. Oh, man, I listen to that. Yeah, listen to it again today. If Blackfire has the spear to break the chains, what did Saul reclaim from the fallen Fallengrove? Is that just part of the spear, or is this, quote, some new devilry, end quote? Uh, the spear you're referring to... It, it, two different things so blackfire had a literal spear with a head made from metal stone from the chain of the crooked father in which is so cool but which was the shard that spear that remained is what saul had and took table um the spear you're talking about at the end of mm-hmm. the epilogue in season four was not a literal spear he, he he just summoned his power and formed it into something like a spear like a pointed thing and Drove it down into. Technically, it was some new devilry, but that new devilry was his power. He is the devil, so. He the devil. Okay, we got a lot of questions from Starry Stories, so we'll start off here, and then <clears throat> we may circle back around to some of these, or, or we'll just play by ear, you know. Uh, Starry Stories Two says to anyone: Did Saul's mom die in the attack? Or just fall unconscious. Okay, first of all, sorry if you made it more clear in the episode. And I missed Saul it. and Miss Mom. Oh they're siblings. God, come on. Ugh. Don't don't get salty about that. No, it's just Saul's mom. Shut up, kid. She dead. Go ahead. She it's dead. nobody's mom now. Ho ho. Is she dead? Uh, she I alive? Do not think so. I don't think that Blackfire was a going to was a, a going. Oh, was a. Was a, 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 a was I going to uh, allow, allow her to die at all? 
in that I also, situation. I don't think if she was dead, he would have immediately came to claim the body and put himself at risk. I just, I like just don't that. think that. I think he would have stayed until it had calmed down and then just grabbed the body and left. <laughs> like, peace. I gotta go. Hoped out of there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he was going to let her get that close to death anyways, but... <clears throat> yeah, uh, I can definitively say she ain't dead. <gasps> he said it. Spoilers! In, in, in the epilogue, there's the whole thing with uh, Roberto. Comes and speaks to them. Roberto. The afterlife, and he's like, you'll find the old hey, uh, with you. Give her a one-two from me, eh? Mm-hmm. So, she's not dead. Have not seen the last of her. Poor Roberto. This is a question for Ezra, but since he's not here, we'll save that one for uh, Here's one for me. Here you. Paul, could you do a quick recap on which of the Drake and Kelly are alive or dead and what their last audience known locations are? I refuse. That's <laughs> a lot. But I will. Uh, we can work on this together as a group. So, Zach. Hi. Name off, name off all 10 Drake and Kelly and where they're at. Ready, set, go. I'm just kidding. Kilmot. Okay. Danaean. Uh-huh. Hope and Kel. Uh-huh. Rivora. Yeah. Dimpari. Okay. Dimbarga. Uh-huh. Yes, we're just going to get here. Oh, what's the Is name of the orange one? one? No, wait. No. I don't remember the other four. I'm Joe. Sorry. Okay. Joe. Mama. No. Angie. <laughs> Kilmont, Daddy. Kilmont, Sinan, and Hope and Kill are now with Jorg, assumedly, and Ogret and Claren, maybe, flying to Ranshire after the season four. I'm Ogret's right? there. Yeah, but I'm it. Oh, they're, they're together. Claren. They're actually out and eating. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Wendy's. The Pari and Rivora, they were last seen in Ranshire. Mm-hmm. With Franciana is also said ah. to be there. Franciana. Uh-huh. Franciana. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who am I forgetting? Dimbarga. The last time we saw her, she was in Sinan's old house up in the land. Um, another one who is kind of allegedly dead or gone or something like that is um, not Missing Kuma. Missing Kuma. I'll, I'll go ahead and mention Missing Kuma. Missing Kuma. <laughs> Messing Kuma is the one who was like, I'm not helping you guys. You know, they had their little meeting there. Uh, the one who, who we don't really know anything much about is Cool Tarn the Righteous. Oh, yeah. Um, cool Whip the Righteous? Cool Whip. The only time we saw him was in the Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, and then, who am I forgetting? And Rhea. Rhea the Sly. She is there also with Paylor. Is that 10? Oh. Yeah. I think that was all of them, wasn't it? I think it is. Got one. Sorry, yeah, I anybody, did it. Keeping track in the, uh, keeping track here in the, uh, in the thing. Let me know. Why do half of them sound Italian? Their names are based. All of their names are based on Finnish words. <laughs> Finnish. Well. Um. So that's pretty much that. Okay. Let's see. Here's a question for Zach. Zach. During the season, you multiclassed as a wizard slash artificer. Artificer. If you were to continue playing with this character, would you want more levels of wizard, artificer, or have them be about the same? Honestly, I only took artificer for 
deep shield and armor proficiencies. If you want my honest, like that was it. And we had an easy work in with Gearby literally doing that. So I would probably dump full into wizard from now on. If we see Chris again, makes sense. I might take one more level of artificer, but that would be the, it. Let's step away from uh, Star Stories questions here, since there's like still like seven there's or like eight. Seventy-four. So we'll come back to those here in a minute. Here's here's a few questions from Trackpad. First one's for me, Paul. What are the characters did you consider appearing as ghosts on their way to join all of Mogert's family? <laughs> <laughs> I will say we all freaked out uh, a little because you said right in front of Mogert, and we were all like, you know, I, I thought long and hard about who to who to have die and. Um, I really just had to because I mean here's the thing there have to be steaks. To I love steaks. That steak's delicious. There have to be there has to be consequences. If not, then it just kind of it's not good storytelling. So there had to be some losses. I thought about some of the ones that would hurt me the most, um, and Ogrim was one of those. Oh, that one hurt me too. I, I really like him. It's a man, uh, and uh, I thought about I want I, re- I didn't want to just start killing. Well, left and right, because for one thing, yeah, it was bad what was happening. But most of these people that we've gotten to know during the season were strong characters, you know, fighting the Gauntlet of the Moon, like way up in the Gauntlet of the Moon. So they're not easy to kill, you know. Um, so in the end, Ogrim died saving people. He did not die in the like earthquake, or not earthquake, but you know, the bombs were. He died rescuing people from. Uh, so. I considered, I, honest to God, considered Mogert's family, some of them, her, both her parents, uh, and everyone else in her family who she didn't even know was there, but just killing all of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look on Should have done it. She's I'm like, just like, oh No, my I'm just God. kidding. You know, just mom or dad, I considered that. <laughs> also considered Thorn and Rip. Hmm. Um, but it's like Thorn said, he's going to live forever. Yep. Uh, I considered Durand or uh, Barda. Um, but in the end, I, I, I you know, started to pull back. The se- season four is not meant to be this deep, dark, heavy season. You know, um, consequences, yes, but I didn't want I didn't want to end with just a purely awful note. So instead, I just let the crooked father out at the end. I'm just kidding. It's not out. Calm down, guys. <laughs> All right, Felicia. Hello. When did you realize that Mogert would become Dervetter's champion? Was that planned ahead of time? I mean, remember you signed an NDA on this. So. What's that mean? It's a non-disclosure agreement. And I, I can't talk about nothing. Just kidding. <clears throat> no, I mean it was up in the air, but like, really, it was down to what would Mogert do. Honestly, like we did talk about stuff like that, um, but I really thought, you know, the way that Mogert had went through the season, and like even Gertie telling her, like, you need to be a champion, or you need to be a guardian and protector but like there's more people to protect and like i kind of played off that conversation and was just like mogert would you know try to protect anyone and so she's learning through the season y'all pretty much saw her grow up i mean season four was mogert growing up and like no she's still gonna be silly and all that stuff but Mm -hmm. like she knows you know a real purpose in life other than just trying to be gertie and be this awesome warrior that was in her clan or whatever. Um, so it was 
it was a hard decision because Paul told me, like, it's a big decision for, you know, to choose to do that. And I was like, I mean, the fact that, like, you know, even Dervetter was just talking about how, you know, you're not going to get to be with your family. And you're, you know, all this stuff when, like, <laughs> oh, wow. What is happening? Caleb right just turned the lights off. <laughs> what a genius. <laughs> He's smart. <laughs> Beard disappeared. Yeah, it was the lights. The light just. I've had that off for. He's had it off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I d- it was a really hard decision, but also like Felicia was like, "Yeah, do it, do it," you right. know. And then Mogert's like, I'm "Then when not we actually see record, family." So well, Felicia and I uh, discussed <laughs> it because I was like, you know, better chooses a champion. Like, who do you think he's going to choose? He's not going to choose Kjork. Kjork's already Paler's champion. Probably not going to choose Claren just because there's not a lot of a connection really between the two of them, um, you know, unless he was the last one standing or something. So you've got Chris and you've got Mogert. Choose. Mogert. I know. I'm sorry, Zach. I was sad because me and it's Zach okay. had had a conversation okay. at your church, and we were like, it "Man, it would be so cool for we, either of us." We both talked like, about it. Really we both me. really wanted it. Could have gone either if way, Claren would have got it, I would have fought you, Paul. But I'm okay with Mogert having it. Kjork should have got it, obviously. Here's the truth. Grow more arms. Truth is, when when Dervetter pulled the station, he did choose to offer it to her because of what he saw in that final fight from her um, that, that sort of like related to him. But it's like he told her. He said, if you choose to do this, I farted. you never... <laughs> <laughs> out of control. I said, I said if you choose to do this, you will never have a normal life. Period. It's not joking. He's serious. Yeah, I've got some that, theories I need to run by you later. I'm just, uh, maybe I you should. Maybe you should. No, no. Kirk didn't um, get a choice. He was no, he just too change. great to not be the champion. Uh, Paylor. Paylor did say he will set you be it my up champion? It wasn't a choice, though. Choice like that, no. Um, when it's cured, question. it's not a choice. So, was it planned ahead of time? No, it was not. Felicia did not know when we came into the epilogue that she was going, Bogart was going to be chosen. We, it, it had been a, presented as a possibility. It's because she was a dwarf. Okay. Paul, <laughs> this is also a trackpad. What are the consequences okay. of God's breaking your oath? I'm surprised that Sam has asked this question because he's usually like, I don't want to want to know, you know, I want to see it play out. Um, I can't. So I can't really tell you everything. When um, will you learn I, that I your will, actions have consequences? I will tell you this, though, oh, uh, trackpad and everyone listening. There are consequences and they are dire. <gasps> Bam, bam, bam. The, reason, the reason that Blackfire was able to kill Atonia, uh, which I've already said this since he threw point five, was because she had she had broken her up. She was weakened. Like you listen to the epilogue, and they're like, uh, "We're weakened. We they sacrificed their what they call their Eternus." That was sad. And Paul's over here like crying during the epilogue, bro. And I'm just over here like. It's good. It's good. Sarah playing that out. That's such a nerd. Um, so I'm sorry, Sam. Some of that you'll have to wait and see. Uh, I can tell you. Uh, here we go. 
I'll break into his computer. Dan Anderson asks, in the gala, when Cure got nuked, did Paylor actually try to remove the curse, or was it a, quote, warning shot? He actually tried. Why didn't it work? Let's move on. What? Uh, (laughs) I can't really answer the question. Oh. I will say this. He did. I I can't answer part of the question. He did. Did that intend to burn it out of cure? Right there. Uh, And his finger guns wouldn't work. Oh, they worked. He got set aflame. He got nuked. He said, Why didn't it work? Can't really explain that. My mic is Uh, so loud, apparently. <clears throat> Maybe well, Mike's still out. Well, that can't you? It's probably because I burped like right next to it. <laughs> Six out of ten burp, according to Chaz. Chaz, the Chaz said, "Paul, these words scare me." Yeah, um, keeping a fart count—that's right. Please don't. Anyway, my dad asked me the other day about is that a real? I heard. I was listening to the podcast. And I swear, I, I heard the sound. Yep, is that really the sound? <laughs> Dad, you have no idea how many so farts mean. I cut out in our pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so glad that Jeffrey's so like in a room by himself over there. Yes. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Next question. Let's get one here. Blue Fire 64. When will yogurt get her fence? So, <laughs> uh, uh, yogurt wants a fence now? I don't know. I mean, I think her and Kjord may have talked a little bit about fencing. We, I think we talked about it once, just randomly, yeah. like early on, when we were becoming friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Mogert was just like, oh, fence, that'd be really nice. Oh. Okay, here's one I want to answer from Anthony J. Passwaiter. Do Kjord, Jim, and Mogert multi-class as either Paladin or Cleric to express their champion of God's abilities like Saul did? Uh, so first thing I need to do is clarify something. Saul... Is not a champion of the gods. Oh, burn! Saul. Scrub. Brought back to life by Paylor. And he has been changed. His genetic makeup has been changed. He took on that paladin because that was him becoming a servant of Paylor. Not Paylor's champion, just a servant of Paylor. Like, literally, he, he became converted into being a paladin. So, uh, it, it is possible that they could any of these characters could choose to take on a second class to reflect that if they wanted to. So far, none of that, that has not happened. Right? Georg's still just a fighter, right? Straight up. Uh, right now, Mogert is still just Champion. a Champion. Jim is just a uh, psychopath. I mean, <laughs> warlock. I'll bet. No, you were right. He's a psychopath. Right, we got this question from Madeline D, which is Mads on the Discord. People's Champion! <laughs> we got the same question from Casey Dilla. Uh, they said, Quesadilla. Ah. Quesadilla, my bad. Why? All caps. Why? Madeline says, why? Referring to the chains, but also Roberto. He didn't deserve it. What? I agree. He did not deserve that. Somebody needs to pay. Uh, Quesadilla said, also, uh, this applies to all four seasons so far. Why? <laughs> uh, and uh, I guess the answer is just because like, I want I wanted. Uh, want to tell a good story? I think it's a great story. I hope that you guys like it. Sorry. I'm a big Sorry fan to make you sad. of the show. 10 out of 10 would recommend to a friend. Uh, Chaz's con- comment up here says, George's note, 
uh, just a fighter. He's the people's champion, but there's two O's in the word people, and I thought it said poople's champion. <laughs> He's the poople's champion. <laughs> the poople's champion. Say, George's not just a fighter. But that's actually uh, that's actually Jeffrey's title. The poople's champion. Yeah, because of the fight. Yes. This is also from Mads. What's ma, with ma, Talia ma, 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 ma. having different names? That was a secret, and was it was it, to mess with me. Was it ever said she was Talia, or was it just assumed? Because she was called Blackfire's bride at the end, so if they're not the same, then da, da, da. either Blackfire is polygamous with tiefling ladies, or it's the same woman. And uh, no, since no, she no. was voiced by Hannah in the end, Hannah being my sister, it's the same woman. I literally... Oh. Like after the recording one night when he introduced that girl mm-hmm. and he said her name, I was like, that's got to be Talia. And he's like, are you sure? I was like. Two reasons I did that. Ready? First one, to mess with you. Sorry. I love you. But I love messing with you. Say so who? All of you. Secondly, it would have been very difficult to have had Hannah come in and dub her lines the whole time. Seems like early on I had someone ask, like, is that is that Misk's mom? Like, but it wasn't that it wasn't the same voice. Like someone immediately said that. Yes. That was legit one of the reasons why I did it. Um, because it would have been Hannah and she, she had a Stetson. Her son not too long before that, and things were tough for them. And I wanted to include this character, but I didn't want to put an extra burden on Hannah. So I said, you know what we'll do? We'll disguise her and then I can bring her in later in the season. And and I, that's why in the final episode the finale, I uh, describe her voice changing and then Hannah's voice. It is Talia. I almost said Talia Al Ghul, which is hilarious. Um, it's not Talia Al Ghul. Roz Al Ghul? That's, Roz Al Ghul's daughter is Talia Al Ghul. And that's off the air, or, well, Green Batman. Arrow, that is off Batman. Batman stuff, that's She was on Arrow, I think. Yeah. yeah she's a primarily a Batman. <laughs> anyway. She is the mother of Batman's child. <gasps> Holy cannoli! Not Bat Spoiler. Bat Junior. Bat Junior. Bat Kid. Uh, Bat all Caroline bull. said, "Ah, uh, Paul." Ah, uh, Paul. Uh, uh, when will Saul Misk and their mom showdown happen? Tonight. Just kidding. No, it's not tonight. Jeremy's not here. Obviously. Oh. Well, let's just say that it will happen. And you say showdown. That could be mean, mean different things, like like them showing up and killing them. Like mom. Shaolin Showdown. The odds of that happening, but them confronting their mom, it's going to happen. It's going to be cry-cry. We're at 7.48, and our plan, just so everyone knows, is to pretty much go about, about, about 8.30, wrap it up. So we're, we're doing well. We've got a lot more questions, though. So let me move through a, a couple. Uh, let's see some of these that aren't act just for me. Um, well, Panda Carol asked, which is Caroline, right? Panda Carol and Caroline are the same. Are, are y'all planning on taking a break between season four? We answered that at the beginning. Uh, yes. Like three years. To, to be honest, no. I will get zero break. I'll be writing it all and editing these extra episodes and trying to get some Champions games done um, so that we can get right to season five as soon as humanly possible. Uh, but there will be a break in the release of episodes, so it'll probably march. Is there a reason slash history to the dwarves chest beating? Uh, you know, it's probably I, I, I don't have to give it, just like some cool historical Amazing. reason why that's their thing. Um, 
I would say that one of the reasons is because dwarven music is heavily uh, yeah, but, but, percussion. Do, 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 do. I was doing a sea shanty. That's the sea shanty. That's not. Uh, <laughs> That's not dwarven. They're in the mountains. It's yeah. still funny. Yeah, do, yeah. So you know a lot more percussion and things like that, and so maybe that's why I'd say that probably plays a part. What's y'all's favorite part of this season? Seems like we had somebody else ask that too. I'll, I'll cut it out later if we did, or not cut it out, but mark it off. What is y'all's favorite part of this season? From does it have to be an actual like scene, or can it just be something? Well, what do you mean when you say just? Something? <laughs> Tell me what your just something is, and I'll tell you if that counts. I really like getting to play a mm. character like Mogert. That was just kind of fun and not too serious, but serious now. And she's pretty serious at the end, but also not in a way. I don't know. I don't know. I'm scared. Uh, yeah, that doesn't count. You have to tell Dang me your favorite it. actual part of something. What was the favorite part of the season in storyline? So much that happened in the season. I gotta think. Yeah, you think about it. Zach, favorite part of season four. I was definitely trying to think. Uh, Jeffrey. When Cure became a werewolf. That was, pretty that was probably very oh, loud. That was that. loud, but also like, that was very unexpected. Around the uh, campfire thing, and Mogert was like... Hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. I was not whenever, whenever Nero bit him and he felt the burning, I knew exactly what was happening, and I was like, yes! Let the burning flow yes! through me. I was not... I did not intend for Cure to be killed. As a party member, I was like, oh, crap. Uh, so, do you got a favorite moment? Yeah, I think the whole uh, interaction with Kilmont, and I say this because, like, I love all the stuff that happened in season four. Let's just get that. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Sorry, it's okay. Joe. It's not like you're uh, saying all the rest of the stuff stinks or anything. Well, you're just calling out some of your favorite moments. But, it like, have to be like the with one. Kilmont, when he went through each of us and said, you know, just disassembled you. Oh, like, it really messed with me. As Felicia, <laughs> yeah. I was like tore yeah. up. Like, what are you gonna find about Mogert? And then he's like, "Let me tell you, Mogert, what's wrong with you?" And then it was just, it was just like a slaughter fest. Like it was crazy. And then right after that, seeing the bad guys on the ice, that was pretty epic. And then a dragon landing on Claren, mm-hmm. that was pretty epic. That was great. Like that's a really low. Like people don't say a lot about that moment, and I'm like a dragon. Fell on Claren. Man, just think it almost killed him. And his dad know? was just sitting over like, son, what, you're just gonna not run away? You know? Uh, oh, sorry, I got worse. Yeah, said the Kilmont okay. exam was amazing. Felicia hmm. took my answer. Because oh, honestly, I was, I was gonna say the Kilmont exam, as they called <laughs> it. It really put a new, like, outlook for Chris. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if it showed too much in the season, but Chris did start trying to be less of a horrible person. I could tell. I, <laughs> I could him. tell. Yeah, I, I, I attempted. Really could tell that he was different. Um, other enjoyable moments was mm. uh, Chris uh, telling Zalbar and Zinx bye. Mm, that made good. me excited because was- hearing Felicia like. Oh, the whole time that I got Felicia. <laughs> it, got Felicia. it was a funny moment for me as oh, also God. trying to be sad. Um, and then smacking the tiefling with the giant boulders. That was, <laughs> that was enjoyable. I love that, that spell. I'm just oh, my other favorite part was the whole episode where I was talking with the king and sneaking around the castle oh gosh, and stealing stuff. Going to jail. Prison so cures. Far. Jorg, uh, it was pretty funny. And the iron deficiency. 
That was funny. The iron deficiency <laughs> licking was fun. Licking the gold coins. Not going to lie, Felicia was mad. I was mad the whole <laughs> I could, time. I don't understand why. I, I don't like, either. Really? Like, we could get into, like, gauntlet stuff. You're over here stealing stuff that if you asked about it, they might would let you use That's it. just and how Kyori like, is. Just Kyori. He steals things. It's his flaw. It oh, is his, it's his one flaw. I was like, His really? one flaw is uh, not one flaw. That's no, why Mogert was so, like, heaving. You know, mean to him when they went down into the dungeon. He was in there. That was funny. It's, that was. Funny. It's funny because like you go back through the seasons, and like, I don't know. I'd have to think about every season, except with maybe the exception of season three, which is really heavy. Um, there's like one episode where things go off the rails, and <laughs> and, and you know what? It's it seems to always be that way. Like some people think it's hilarious, and some people are like, oh my gosh, like the carrots. I love the carrots. The carrots. When we were doing the carrots episode, when we got done playing, I went downstairs. I'm like, you know, I really thought we were going. He's like, why am I playing this game? That's right. I was like, we're going into the grove. You know, we're really getting into that good stuff. We just spent 20 minutes talking about minor illusion carrots. (laughs) Everyone is going to delete the show off their. Uh, And then the uh, season two, the now I have to say the scene where y'all killed the guy throughout the window. Oh yeah, that was amazing. That's a, that's an all time fun. <laughs> that was so. amazing. Uh, anyway. Also, in season four, when Mogert and Kyorg were racing on the mine carts, that was good. That was a really funny moment, and like all the stuff with Torgan because he was so yeah, that feels so like hilarious. a lifetime. Miss that guy. Oh, that feels like so Miss long ago. Um, but the stuff with Torgan and him being so serious, it was pretty hilarious. Carolyn yeah. says the boat flying through the desert. Yeah, that's another ridiculous thing. I, I, I was that was me learning to just let stuff happen. So, if I was going to let these morons fly a boat through the desert, then I'll let them do it. You know. Anyway, uh, here we are. Jeffrey, the people. It says Jeffrey and Felicia. If your character from a previous season met oh. your character from this season, what would they think of each other? Hmm. So Ranch would think Kjorg needs to learn a lot of respect. Oh yeah. So unsophisticated. Incredibly. Misk would try to... Uh, Misk would try to be nice to Mogert probably at first and then be like, like, I can't do anything. You know, Mogert's too good. Like, I can't, you know. Because, I mean, you know the NBH Champions episode that they don't know about, we know about, mm-hmm. you know that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, that one. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I know the I know the episode, but I don't know what you're. What I point was just saying, like the stuff they got into. Like, I mean, Mogert's just too good. Like, she she's not gonna. I mean, oh, she had a problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she had a problem mean. with them acting drunk and going downstairs and killing people. Like, she she's threw a, a shell. She's, she's like, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not just gonna kill people. She's and then scout. when they hurt people, yeah, she's a Girl Scout. Um, but Misk would not. Yeah. Misk would probably hang out with her just to be nice, but probably like get her into some trouble. Probably. I'm pretty sure Phil would think Shell's still alive. I don't get it. He wouldn't think. He wouldn't think because he's, he's dead. Uh... <laughs> Y'all skipping through episodes today, like dragging, you know, going Rwanda and fast forward, and then I hear Caleb go, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I've, said, I've said something straight here. I was like, oh, that's where he died. I'm looking at the comments here. 
Paul did not design the PP tunnel. PP? No. Oh my no, no, gosh. No, 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 no. Caroline says, "What were I thinking? When I, I didn't make that. I didn't do that. I made a." A cavern for okay. them to go explore and find treasure. That was one of the funniest. Clarin just so happened to be in. Ezra, who literally is like, I'm just gonna go and pee in the corner. Oh my god! Like nobody does that. Especially it's one of those, like it's random. Yeah. It's we don't talk about toilet stuff, and then he goes over in the corner and does that, and then Paul's like, "There's a hole, and you, man, you know, you know, there's pee, and then we crawled through. That. You know." <laughs> And then it just pee dedication. Pee I mean, that's funny. Here's another question from Starry Stories. But we too. got rich yeah. by the end of the season. So. That's true. Y'all got y'all big. Give you a serious question. What exactly was the Unchained's plan for weakening slash killing Dervetter? Mostly, all they managed to do was cause chaos and death. It's nothing like Branchart, even Fallen Grove, where they either tried to break Baylor's chain or actually managed to kill it. Is there a larger plan that never got done because of the champion team? It was the attack. Distraction from something else going on in the city. A lot Just like a talking question. about this. When a lot. Uh, this is very similar to a question down here from Joe Riggs. It's the actual plan of the Unchained uh, in Branshire. There was a ritual to undermine Palor on his holy day. Point five. They prayed on the weekend to Tonia and wrecked Fallen Grove. The agenda of the Servants of Darkness was much less a part of the plot this time around. The party's approach was basically, we know they're going to attack the Gauntlet, so let's do the Gauntlet and deal with it when they show up. But what were they actually trying to accomplish? Can I say something? Yeah. yeah I so, tried to mention this like a bunch of times. Paul's Atonia like, is dead. So I think that they think, oh, well, her champion is still living, but like, who cares? You know, he's not a threat. Then they're thinking, okay, we know Paylor's champion is cured. And then Grand is like, I know cured. I kill cured. You know, and then he goes after him at the gauntlet or whatever. But like, I think they underestimate a champion that doesn't have a god anymore because. They're just very mean. Um, but I think that they, like, went after Cure to try to get rid of that champion. But Blackfire was obviously doing other stuff. Another area. He was busy. Mm -hmm. um, and it takes a lot to swim down to the ocean. Plus, when we first get back Man. to the gauntlet and we're talking with Duran, he literally says there, they were looking for you, Cure. They showed up and immediately said their reasoning for being there was they were looking for Cured. Mm -hmm. So that's what I take away as their main goal for the season was to off the forearm mm -hmm. werewolf. Getting well, they didn't know he's a werewolf. I think that was a surprise. So I'm going to tie this in with a couple of the questions. One from Starry Stories 2 was, for the sake of my sanity, just one chain or all the chains broken? So One link. One chain. One chain is completely... That is Tonya's chain. It's completely. And that gun got broke, y'all. Why did Blackfire wait until then to actually go and break the chain after killing Tonya? I won't say, or I say now. He was busy. He was doing things. What was the point? Why was he going? Why were they there in season four at uh, the Gauntlet? One thing, it was definitely a distraction to keep them from going after Blackfire or stop anything trying to keep their focus there, first of all. Second of all, it's obvious that the Unchained have a pretty good idea of what gods are trying to do to stop them. 
they know that the gods expect them to be in those certain places at those certain times. So they went there. And what would they do when they got there? Well, they went there for one purpose, to find, kill. You cut out. Uh, I cut out. Find they and kill. York. York. Yeah. Too strong. Oh, there. It's not because, oh, well, you know, Kjorg, man, we got to kill the people's champion. It's because he is Paylor's champion. He's the one who has been imbued with power by Paylor. And if you go back and listen to the season two epilogue, Paylor, when he speaks to Kjorg, asks him if he to become his champion, he says, They may come when I need you to stand and fight with me, even against the crooked father. So literally, they're trying to take out the warriors like they'd stand in the final battle for I think if they can take out Kjord now, maybe he hasn't fully reached his potential. That would be a decisive a, device, a decisive blow against you know, Paylor and Good. So what was their purpose? Their purpose was to kill Kjord because that would have been almost as big a deal as breaking the chain at this point. Why? Because they already broke one chain. All it takes is one. I tried to go back and find the exact clip, but I couldn't find it in a hurry today. Basically, you can go back and listen to the, to the show. You will hear me saying, essentially, if one chain is broken, even one link in this chain is broken, Crooked God could be strong enough to break free. I remember that you saying that at some point. Yeah, for sure. And if yeah, one of the gods fell, it is only a matter of time until the father is released. So one chain has been broken, which is what that means. Now it is a matter of when, not if. Could be immediately breaks free. There could be left days, weeks. Just won't know till we get there. <clears throat> the so. scene with Blackfire whirling the water and all that stuff and doing that, that was that was pretty epic in my head. I don't know if y'all had the same image and all that, but it was pretty crazy. Yeah, definitely. Caroline, Caroline's asked a uh, clarifying question. Uh, I don't know if maybe Caroline came in a little bit late, but we actually talked about that before. She said, would this, would Kev killing Kjord that have weakened Paylor? No. Paylor's power is not connected to Kjord. Paylor's power is in Kjord. It is now his power. Um, but Paylor is weakened because he has chosen a champion. I have a question. Yeah. So in the epilogue, uh, Prevalian says pretty much that they're giving up their power, whatever, they're lowering themselves. And, and she said they're going to fade. So let's say this goes on. They all lower themselves because Prevalian says she's going to. She just hasn't yet, but Deretter just did. And let's say they lower themselves, and then Crooked Father gets out. They defeat him. Will they fade? Like, is it like they're continually fading, or do they mean that their power has just faded back? Like, they're, you know, red. lowered, like in their power. They will never be the same. But they're not like... Uh, you don't, you don't want to say! I'm not... 
going to answer this question. I will simply say this. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a great question. They will never be the same. Um, Breaking their vow. And and I think that if you go back, someone were to just go back and literally just listen to the moments where the gods are talking about the consequences of their break. Just, Just observe the scenes that's happening. You, you will think, recognize. Do you think you might have said that stuff in the on the Monimia Unwrapped or the uh, stuff like that? Maybe you said that no about doubt, the chains? Maybe. I just feel like Paylor said it about the chain because mm-hmm. I remember you. Anyway, mm-hmm. you're neither here nor there. How much planning of seasons two and three did you do before you started season one? This is from... Bayakuya, the glorious. Seven days. Uh, very, very little planning of season three was done before season one. Almost none. Because uh, I didn't know exactly where. I mean, I had a, I knew that it was going to involve. I knew I was going to go to other places. Um, but it wasn't until after season two ended that I started to really plan season three. Season two, however, uh, the story and the reveal of the Crooked Father, all that stuff was planned long before season one long time like when i was developing season one i was already developed like i'd already pretty much knew where i was going at the end of season two in terms of the work i didn't know how it was all going to play out but i knew the reveals and stuff so um yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, here's one from sharia ready what were the players favorite moments for other characters for another character I I like the stuff with Claren and the Falcon, just the uh, sentimental stuff, just because, like, you know, he was pretty serious. Honestly, listening back, I guess I was in the mind of Mogert, but, like, that episode, he goes and uh, right before the finale, he goes and he talks to that guy underground and he's, like, interrogating him and stuff, and the guy's, like, pretty much telling him that they're a... Uh, bringing stuff in or they the, he knows their plan kind of and whatever and i'm sitting there thinking claren literally like knew kind of what they were doing yeah if that was misc and claren come back and was like hey you know i interrogated got whatever and told us what he told us mm-hmm. she would have been like let's go find him yeah. and mogert's just like oh have some orange juice let's <laughs> hang out and chill it's our yeah. last supper you know and I, that blew my mind because I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, he's literally finding out stuff. Ugh. All right. Here's a question from Jujube King. If the gods got weaker by sharing their powers, and did the Crooked Father become weaker when he created the god? No. The reason the gods got weaker is because they tied their being to an oath that they had made. They were that serious about keeping they felt that if they were to ever break this oath, it would make them unfit to basically in uh, the way. Like they took, they, they, it was like the most important thing that was to take their hands off of. You're cutting out. Am I cutting out bad? It's just like, not for long periods of time, but several right. times. Just in case my internet decides to be silly. I don't know if you're cutting out for them as well, but you're cutting out for me. Well, if you're doing the stream. 
film. Um, like, what was I? What was I talking about? Oh, the, they they um, they were weakened by breaking their oath, not by sharing their power. So, praying the gods did not weaken the father. The thing that allowed them to defeat the father is that they juiced up their power by the creation of the sun. The sun's pure light that counteracted his darkness and that caught him by surprise, and they were able to catch him and uh, chain him up before he truly retaliate. So. Let's let's move. We're 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 actually kind of running low on time, so I want to hit a question from some other folks. Uh, we've got one here from Chris Chase, or excuse me, Chris Case. With all the extra characters in play now, will everyone be playing an extra? All be using them as NPCs? Will everyone need to choose who moves forward in the story? Talking about how there's a lot of people. Some of the questions about that too. Like there's all these characters now. What are we? Uh, someone here, let me see if I can scroll up and see if I can find plus They're asking, would we see more scenes kind of like what we saw with Saul in season four, like the cutscene type scene? Uh, the answer to that question is yes. If season five will be the final proper season of story, uh, whether we separate the finale from the season or not, I don't really know. We'll see. But that's the case then we will eventually i mean a lot of these characters will be involved you know i mean saul and misc obviously have things to do and ogre is a champion uh Kjorg's a champion uh, so the these characters will jim to champion. champion show up again you know and we're also going to want to give like an ending so to speak for all of our primary characters so here's here's what we will be doing before the end we will be giving a proper a proper closing out all of the PCs from seasons one, two, three, four. You will not be worrying about that for off characters like Champions Games characters that visited, you know, or Sailor or something like that, or even, you know, like for example, Champions Games where we have guest characters coming in, uh, patrons who play. Love that. It's, it's amazing. And we make them a part of the canon of our story in the scenes that they show up in but there is no earthly way i could like avengers end game my way into <laughs> including every patron character as well we're not even going to have all of the like the cast characters um have a, a, a real ending you know like, like one-off characters like i'm blanking off the top of my head fun guy so, like, like magnolia fun guy um some of these ones who are like oh just one one episode and go on like we're not going to do like a big thing at the end. Hey, Adrian. You know we we can't. Oh wait. So, but we will try to do as much as we can. As we can. So, uh, with the explosions in the arena, this is a question from Weiss. With the explosions in the arena and the finale, a reference to Bane in the Dark Knight Rises. Definitely inspired by that for sure. Bane. No. I told the doctor. Please. <laughs> No, uh, also you didn't choose the darkness. What happened if Saul had chosen to go back to Fallen Grove in season three? We talked about this. We'll never know. I thought that a little bit. Never know. I mean, you know, things could have happened. <laughs> things would have happened in the hills. <laughs> is that what I thought it was? <laughs> what a fart! Truth is, we'll never know. When, when, but when Saul made exactly the choice, when really Saul well. made the choice to go to the hills, I wrote down. On, but you're too late because I knew he would be too late to get back. 
I will I will hang up this call. Uh, how could have the champion team failed? What would happen if they did? Well, if the champion team had failed, uh, then Cure would have died. I'd have been dead. And that would have been very bad for whatever the final fight's going to be. Did anybody else give their favorite moments from no. other characters? They didn't. We skipped right Whenever Chris won... Yeah, you just skipped us, but whenever Chris won uh, that one battle... Oh, and wow, I, that was crazy, yeah. And before it even happened, I predicted the whole thing, and I said, this is exactly what's going to happen unless <laughs> you Once. act differently than what I am predicting, which nobody did. Episode, which, I mean, things got, things got pretty tense there in the end because it was like, holy crap, what's going to happen? But after that episode, I was like, I should have been keeping track of Chris's blinks to make sure he didn't do anything. I went back and counted. He only did like eight. Like he could have blinked. Another, I had I had one more. One or two times. It was funny because I said, "Is there anything I can do?" And Paul's like, "No, there's nothing you can do." And no, then there people wasn't. were like, "But could you were she also have ready to action." Like, wow, that was country. Could she have read? <laughs> She's still <laughs> mad. Ready to action. A little mad. I didn't even know that was a D and D rule. Like, but if but you were but you were also it. already cheating, so it's okay. There, no, there were just a lot. Of I was not right. cheating. Oh Paul? no, not this conversation again. I was not cheating. <laughs> I told Paul, and he said, "You can." You, I said, "I'm yeah, pretty sure." He said, "We good. already have been doing it, so go ahead and do it." As we yeah. said, yeah, that's so, what he yeah. said. Yeah, we're not doing so this. I was technically Chris's favorite not. moment. I was for joking. other people <laughs> to break that conversation Our up. What was your favorite moment? Um, out of jealousy, I refused to say when Mogret became champion. Um, so so probably the first time mogert's mom showed up to the gauntlet for mogert that's great because like i know that hit felicia oh not just mogert's character like i'm just gonna go right now (laughs) (laughs) well it happened right after that big defeat and i that's what i was gonna say about you know you winning like felicia was very mad because i was i felt helpless like, when you're playing and you can't do... Like, Ezra, he voiced it a lot. But, like, when you can't do anything... Yeah, you it's can't so counter in any way. It's and so, bad. like, when you won, I was like, okay, I immediately, like, calmed Felicia down. Like, shh, to calm down. And then Moger, I was like, how is this going to affect Moger? And you notice, though, she was very quiet because she was, like, very positive that she was going to... Do really well because she wants to be a great fighter like Kjorg and stuff. And so it was a really big moment for her, honestly. Mm. And we talked about that too. It was much in that fight. That was Chris, Claren, and Mogert's first competitive anything. Yeah. So, like, after that fight, we all kind of just had moments where we're like, what Um, did we just do? But it it definitely hit Mogert harder. Like, it was best for Mogert's character development to lose that fight. Like, losing that fight gave her... She gained way more from losing that than she would have just winning. Mm-hmm. Like, if she just won, she'd kind of be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm great the way I am. I'm good. I'll just keep going. But, like, by losing it, it really made her stop and look at herself. She's got the great moment with her mom, the great moment with uh, Gertie. And then she is, like, this sort of, like, more grown-up person mm-hmm. after that. It's kind of like how we were talking about Chris is more grown up after he gets slapped down verbally by Kilmot, you know, just like these. So real, I think the season had really good character arcs. Um, these were very like young, kind of green 
mm-hmm. characters really came into their own. Uh, except for Kyork. Kyork is still just a And also head. like Claren. Who would have thought Claren <laughs> I mean, in the end would Kjork, be like, I'm going to go with the dragons and help. Kyork had to kind of step up a little bit because of it, the greenness sure. like you were talking about. But he was still yeah. just Kyork, so he's not very good at that. When, when yeah. Mogert first saw Kyork, he was like, that's a fighter. Yeah. And then I was like, that's what I'm going to play. Like, Mogert is looking at the Kyork. And then Felicia gets so annoyed at Kjorg. <laughs> so I, I had a battle all the way through season four. I was like, oh, and then Mogra's like, yes, this is amazing. Like, for real. I, Caroline, I agree with your comment you made about Jeffrey being good at, at predicting things. But the last thing you said, we should listen to Jeffrey more. I have no, to firmly disagree with that. You are correct, Caroline. Always oh, listen also, to me. Also, when Ogram and Mogert arm wrestled, I was I was sweating. Me and oh, Paul were good. freaking out. Like, that was good. And then looking back, I'm thinking like if Ogram would have won her hammer, I honestly think that how you know I didn't know back then, but looking back, I think he would have just let her keep her hammer. Probably because um, he yeah. just seems like that kind of guy. Like he was just I loved Ogram He's so much. Yes. Uh, question from MJ Paul: How do you go about planning encounters and making them so interesting? He draws out of the cup. I don't think I make encounters all that interesting. He struggles it. I struggle with that. Uh, I don't know. Good encounters. I will. You're right. I, I make to, the encounters interesting. Yeah. I try to. Jeffrey think writes of, the whole show. I, yeah, it's actually Jeffrey. The second, mm-hmm. I'm, actually, I'm actually a puppet. Um, like a giant ventriloquist soul. The, I, I think about the environment. I try to include environment in combat and then often forget about it. So. I don't know. I would. I would just recommend that you take. Um, try to think outside the box. Uh, I don't just want to throw the same old things at, at everybody. Um, I try to think of interesting, cool ways to to take something normal and you know, like for example, something that no one's really mentioned, but one of my favorite things was the battle with the Morgoth. Like that is a was one of my favorite Dude, fights. Dude, I didn't even. I didn't even think about it. And, like, Mogra didn't do anything. I know. I was that so sucked. sad. And, and there's really nothing you could have but done. It was, it was funny just funny because Mogra come back out. I could talk about Mogra forever. But Mogra <laughs> came back out. And then her dad was like, that was amazing, whatever. And she's like, yeah, it was really bad. I can't believe. I don't know what you were. Yeah, I was. That's what I was trying to do. Like, I literally yeah. just, in a second, I was like, oh, <laughs> they don't know. Orky's lair was by far one of the like, coolest parts. Felicia gets Orky. mad so easily sometimes, like, especially <laughs> when we were running into the Morkoth's lair. Like, we were oh, all like, yeah. what are you so mad about? This is literally Why what we're supposed running? to be doing. Stop running! And finally, I'd look at her and be like, Felicia, listen. listen. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Trust me. She was like, I'm freaking out. We're going to lose the gauntlet. We got to (laughs) win. You know, I don't know if y'all know this about Felicia. Uh, Not Mogra, but Felicia. She's competitive. I am competitive, but like, I I feel like most of us that are in the podcast are competitive. Yeah, Yeah. we are. And like, I really get connected to my characters. And that is a bad thing. I, All right, we're, we're, we're running low on time. Let's let's yeah, move on with some more questions. Um, why did Bartholomew's uh, B&B disappear? Uh, Bartholomew's B&B is run by a spirit, a ghost, basically. That gave Mogram a They were remodeling. It's a ghost. 
I will not say anything else about the ghost. It was a ghost. I like it. There are some things they could have maybe learned that they did not. Now it will die with me. Since wow. next season is the last season, will we see a champion selected earlier in the season? These are from Sharia, by the way. Or will it happen later on? And will we see next season's cast fight alongside the God's champions? No, I can't say exactly how that'll happen. Like, will we see the next season cast fight alongside the... I don't know. We'll see. Season five is going to be a little different um, because there is so much to do in such a short time. Um, anyway... So, Sorry, disgusted in the YouTube chat. Chris is actually now Prevalian's champion. Oh, is that right? You, okay, yeah, you don't get to say, I magic, she magic, <laughs> we, we magic. We magic. The magic. first question was, will we see a champion selected earlier in the season? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just have to say, you know, maybe. Uh, you know, I can't, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, we'll see that or no. First we won't. episode. <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, it stands to reason that it probably won't be in the epilogue <laughs> since that's uh, kind of late <laughs> the in end. the game. Uh, so it would definitely stand to reason that we may see that. Um, let's see. Someone who hasn't had a question answered. Okay, we got some questions from Cohen. Uh, let's see. What would have changed if Kjorg had been healed from his lycanthropy back when Payload originally offered? Would it have, I'm going to say... Not yes, much. It would have worked, <laughs> and not a whole lot would have changed. Um, not a whole lot was affected by his lycanthropy. We really only saw it used to great effect in the finale, which was awesome, by the way. He, he was on fire. He became uh, ultrasonic or whatever it is. What's what's the the golden or sonic called? I don't yeah. remember. Either. Uh, I'm not a huge Sonic fan. Gotta gotta go fast, you know. Um, but when he turned into that, be, that but... was really cool. That was really cool. It was uh, awesome. Uh, who would have won the gauntlet if it was not interrupted? The opinion of the characters or players, oh, and you cannot pick yourself. I pick me. Hit it one more time. <clears throat> Who do you think would have won the gauntlet if it had not been interrupted? Cannot okay. pick yourself. The only so, problem is I actually think Chris would have. Sure, but if you had to pick someone else. <laughs> I, um, I think that Nellie was very strong. She was very strong. And like everything we saw of Nellie, she was very strong. Uh-huh. No. But Kirk literally has like... But... Kjork literally has forearms and lycanthropy and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and he's big. Mm-hmm. So he's big. He's big. Uh, so I guess I'm gonna have to go with Chris. Mm. <laughs> 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 I don't yeah. know. Magic is very tough. Believe mm-hmm. me, I That's know. Fine. I know. It would yeah. be a tough battle between, honestly, me, Chris, or Mogert, mm-hmm. especially after all the items that we got towards the end. Oh, man. That is so true. Uh, that kind of rounded everything out between the three of us, probably. But I, I, I barely Felicia doesn't think that Mogert is very strong or whatever, but she has resistance to all kinds of stuff. So right. uh, she, and plus with that new belt she got, her strength was like is so absurd. Mogert to be in any future seasons simply because I don't want to have to fight her with characters. And also, like they said, Chris's magic is also ridiculous. Yeah. And, and tough. It'd be hard fight for Kjord to fight a mage really or Mogert as well. Uh, no I would probably pick Chris better. because of the no magic. One. Magic is bad, man. That, that is a three-way battle that would be intense because Mogert's hit points. Kjord mm-hmm. just... If Kjord went Juice. Full out, mm. forearms, werewolf, heated his metal hand, oh, and was casting spells. Yeah. 
that would be rough. rough. I honestly think if Kjorg went full out, it would be Kjorg. If Kjorg didn't pop everything he had, I think Mogert would have got it. So, um, I think you're all wrong. And it's because you're overlooking one very important person. And Ooh, Laren? Laren? Drake O'Kelly. Drake O'Kelly. No. Nah. I beat him the first time. Sorry, I think I could do nah. it again, Paul. You Thank you. I, I mean, like Drake O'Kelly. He was he strong, lost. but like, eh. He lost. Yeah. It would have been Ogrom. Ogrom. Oh. Rest in peace. <laughs> but also, if it was a three-way battle, then it would have been the exact same as what happened in the other one. Felicia well, would have Felicia would have been attacking me the whole time, and then Chris would just be shooting fireballs <laughs> in the back. Boy, now I don't know. Maybe Mogert will learn a lesson this time. Maybe um, be like, no, we're taking that little punk. I was, freaking out. I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do. It was tough. You're having to fight. I was your really friends, trying to you know? look like at everything I had on my character sheet, and it just wasn't happening for me. That's I, why. That's why some people greatly discourage pitting player characters against one another, and. Um, I, mean, I, can I absolutely hate losing, so I didn't like it, but also I predicted and knew exactly what was going to happen, so I was just like, it's whatever. I was like, So at that point, I was like, yes, Chris, shoot the fireballs, do it. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I sent Paul a text afterwards apologizing for the way I played. I was <laughs> I like, like that was really cheesy. No. Just jumping around. Easy, no, that's like, exactly I what you should have done. Because... <clears throat> It just has a, yeah, but that, that's how bad, you, especially with how bad it upset Mogert. It's fine. You helped, uh, you helped Mogert grow. Yeah. Orange Dragon Kelly and Half Orc Barbarian, two separate uh, people, will submit this question. Is season five the last season of NBA? Yes. Will season five be the last season in this <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, well, the answer to the second question, which I think is from Half War Barbarian, will season five be the last season in this arc of Make Pros? Is definitively yes, it will. Season five will finish this story. No, it won't. Oh. Epilogues. Yeah, you're okay. literally. But the epilogue is a part. Okay, okay, yep. You're literally yep. taking away my like hobby. <laughs> Does this mean, I mean we, we can, can go back to playing D and D as friends? Okay, but I'm also not. I'm also not going to definitively say. Uh, don't leave it up in the. This end. is the end of MBH. Um, I will say I can't do it like this forever. Uh, sometimes we talk. People ask on the Discord, like, "How long does it take you to edit episodes, or how much time do you spend writing this, or how much?" Uh, it takes a lot of time, and I am about to have a third child. My, my um, career is very time-consuming. Uh, sometimes all hours of the day. There's certain times, like in, like I said, in November, I'll be gone like weeks at a time, essentially. So it, it's just life has become way more hectic. So with that in consideration, I can't keep up a weekly podcast with mega editing and sound effects and music and all these things forever. Um, so. All things do eventually have to come to an end. That being said, I, I don't think that season five will be the last thing we do. I think we've got have some other things in the wing in the wings. Um, if nothing else, Jeremy is going to have to get up off his booty kiss. Get up off of that thing. villains. NBH villains. So he's not going to do it. He will. Here's the truth. You want to know the truth? If I wasn't like writing, editing, and, and us recording Make Believe Heroes. I could get on to Jeremy and say, hey, let's schedule villains. I'll edit it, etc." And it, we would make it. Jeremy's like, Jeremy, mind, he don't know how he's going to ever edit it. He's not. It'll happen when I can edit it. 
filthy Paul when they close occasionally or not. Oh, well, thank you, Charles. That's kind. He's always happy. Charles, you're the man. Okay, we have one more question here, and, and I've been putting this one off because I don't know, I can't pronounce this name. I'm going to let you pronounce it. No? Spell it. It, it, it moved. Hold on, move it back. J O Y S T H O E S T J O N K. They're from the Netherlands. Netherlands. I have no idea how to pronounce your name, and I apologize. Uh, I'm curious. I'm curious about the leveling up system and which levels you are at the moment. Can someone tell me what level we're at? We're at level nine. Nine. But after the final battle, can we be at level ten? So I'll answer, I'll answer it like this. The part of the question was, I'm curious about the leveling system. Well, we do go by experience points, but I give experience points for way more than just guys fault these uh, monsters. We split them up, and that was that. First of all, second of all, you guys are level 10. You guys <gasps> hit level 10 before the finale. Whee! I couldn't remember. Oh, yeah. So Wait. All, all at level 10. Oh, yeah, because I took a level of Artificer. That's correct. I'm done. We see level 11 after the it's finale. It's been a while. There's kind of two ways people do leveling. They do uh, uh, experience, experience or events. Uh, yeah, the events, they call it milestones. Milestones. So we kind of have a both. Like, like there are some times where I'm like, look, I haven't counted up the experience for you guys in a while, but there some major things have happening. Have happening. Some major things have happened. <laughs> and so we are going to level, you guys are going to level up. And so essentially what I'm doing is just giving way more experience for certain things than I am others. I give experience for major role play events for, for huge moments in characters' lives and things like that. But so, yeah. There is one more question here I definitely want to answer before we go. And then there's a few more, and, and, and maybe we'll do another Q&A uh, or something like that, uh, you know, season five, since we're supposed to be doing live Q&As anyway. Um, what, this is from Sharia, could you elaborate a little more what happened with Mogret and Hammer of Winter? Is that her power? Should we expect more from her extra betters and champion? Some of you are talking about like the special power, ice power that came out of the Hammer of Winter when she attacked um, Talia. Hammer that was strong. not her champion power. She was not a champion. She had not been she given any not. champion power. That was the hammer. hammer. That was the hammer's power. Uh, but only you know, someone who, who truly exhibits the spirit of Dervetter could have wielded the hammer. And I think when Barda was like, oh, there's another one. Thank you. I think Bart even was like, I'm curious to see like what what it will do you. I've seen it be used powerfully through husband. So um, I was really proud of that moment, jumping off the dragon. Yeah, that was a great moment. So at the end of the day, we will just have to wait and see. What? I'm thinking like, you know, when Elsa makes her ice castle, she's walking through and she pulls her braid out, Elsa. pulls her hair down, and she went, let it go, it's Elsa. let it I go. I still vote uh, Mogert gets a breath attack as a free action every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, look, we, we, we she got... She turns into like an ice person. We got a couple <laughs> questions we didn't get to. You, but um, I, think it's, I think it's time. It's time to do 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 do. This so is next Chris week, signing off guys. for the last time. Mm. Goodbye. Sad. Nah, well, you know, we'll see Chris again. Like I said, we'll, at yes. the very least, we'll give give these characters, these characters, characters. these characters a proper ending. Much money to put already. Chris in season five. A what? Two dollars. Two dollars. Much money to put 
Chris in season five. So. I mean, um, you got an episode coming next Monday. Monday after that Halloween special, <laughs> whether it Make is NBH plays or there will be two new episodes that we record recently, or if it's the regular feed, which are the ones we were last year for NBH plays, which you wouldn't have heard a patron of that level. Uh, and then next month you will get a couple of champions games, at least two episodes released. And in Jan- in January, in December, you will have the Christmas special, if not one or two more uh, like champions episodes or something like that. December will be crazy, you know, new baby, Christmas, all that good stuff. But we will have a consistent flow of material coming out over the next few months. But we are looking at March, I mean, just realistically. See, season five truly. Uh, as for who is going to play in season five, Brackle. It's just Brackle. Just, just Brackle. The whole season of Brackle. I will tell you this. Alicia won't be in it. I'm just kidding. I'm not telling you anything. (laughs) I will tell you this. Uh, We are supposed to see a return of Jeremy. Assuming that he sticks to his word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Make your bets. No, Jeremy is Jeremy's coming back for season five. So you're hearing Jeremy's voice. Zach, I gotta go my own way. About what us. about us? What about everything what about we've been through? What about trust? You know I never wanted to hurt you. What about me? What is this? I ran out of characters to uh, continue typing, so I stopped. All right. Hey guys, thank you so That's much for listening. We hope that you've enjoyed season four. It's been a real blast for us. It's a lot of ease. Uh, it, it is time for us to go. <laughs> yeah, okay. me, me, me. Okay, it's time for us to go. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go. Oh, we, we love I you. I feel so crazy. Thank you for following along with us for this crazy season. Jeffrey, was great. cue the outro. Cue the outro. Adios, amigos. <laughs> Have a happy Kwanzaa. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>